following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... ASMRI, the Real Maddox. And... Duelist. And, finally, after a long, long time of wanting to bring him on the show, let us introduce to you my anime waifu. Uh, I, I was going to do a Paul impression. I, th- I thought you were going to say and, and I was going to say, Paul Pascrillo, founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. <laughs> Basically, to be completely honest with you, perhaps. Would have been good. Go on. Yeah, we finally kidnapped Everybody knows Paul goes second. Ah. But it could have been a surprise. (laughs) Alright. You should have thrown a bunch of say. Let me just say who I am. Yeah. Corey Barnes, storyboard artist for cartoons and animation and stuff. Yeah, that guy. And my anime waifu on Twitter. Yes, my anime waifu on Twitter. He's everybody's my anime waifu on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm yours. I'm yours, Sketch. I'm yours, Duelist. I'm yours, Listener. Yes. It should be called Boy. Our Anime Waifu. Oh, <laughs> yes. Maybe you can still get that one. I'll check availability after the show. Also, apologies to Jose. He was always asking me to be on the podcast, and I kept blowing him off. Oh, you're a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Everybody's busy. He is a busy guy. I've hung out with him a few times. It's always a good hang. This is the crazy thing. The first time he's available is on Easter. Yes. Although I, speci- I specifically requested to be on this show because of Fooly Cooly. Yeah. Uh, ah. Right. Just, so just, we're just edit talk that about out. Fooly Cooly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, mean like, I don't, I don't even scared. know. I need to give a lead up to that. <laughs> I'm sure everybody has heard the news by now yeah. because it was reported on how many websites? I was gonna say we're not uh, spoiling it. Every major mainstream comic, cartoon, movie, TV, book. I think Pornhub wait, reported wait. it. I think I even it, seen it on Facebook, man. Was it actually reported on Toonzone, or was that just on the forum? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Tune who? (laughs) That's what I say. (laughs) But yeah, like, even Cartoon Brew, even Cartoon Brew brought up FLCO. And I'm like, whoa. That's that's a lot of press. That's that's pretty good. (laughs) But since we're going to take some time to talk about that at length, we're not going to do that quite yet. Because we have the usual business to get through. Wiping our asses and smoking a butt. (laughs) <laughs> Polishing off yeah. Jack Daniels I have holding in my hand. Sweet. Nice. This is the reason why I love Corey, man. <laughs> this is my drinking partner online. <laughs> we have literally drink. We have drunk a bottle together, man. He had wild turkey and I had kibasi, and we went through the whole bottle together. Uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that was that was not a fun day at work the next day. <laughs> you had like some kind of you had like some kind of lecture to do. No, no, I, I no, I just had to go to a color screening, but uh, okay. no big deal. I'm just an audience member. 
Ooh, okay, enough about our drunken escapades. Well, I'm a little hoarse today, <laughs> but I haven't been on the show in three weeks, so I wasn't going to let that stop me. But because I'm not feeling so great, I'm going to go ahead and have Duelist do the Dimension W recap. <laughs> Dimension W, Episode 5, The Potential of the Dead. Yeah, so I'm going to be completely upfront with all of you listeners. Uh, Sketch and I have now seen this episode twice, and we are not 100% sure how to best summarize it. So we went to Wikipedia, and we'll be reading you what they came up with. Which hopefully is sourced from, you know, the greatest minds available to freely edit uh, information. Dude, I put with information on Wikipedia just to be an asshole. I <laughs> I know you do. Yeah, I believe in it. That's why every time they mention Mira, it says Darrell. Wait a minute. Let's <laughs> fix this. All right. Uh, yes, episode five, The Potential of the Dead, which sounds like a High School of the Dead title, by the way. It does, doesn't it? I'm telling you, Dad, sure. you got potential. <clears throat> Man, that sucked. <laughs> All right. As long as you didn't swallow. Yeah. <sighs> I'm good. Shiro Kamiki tells Mira that the nightmare that binds the real world to the fake world of the past has returned and that he will exterminate anyone to protect his world. A fog rolls in around the hotel and spectral figures rise out of the mist. Kiyoma notices they are affected by bottled water and Albert triggers the hotel's fire sprinklers. As the ghosts were made from water of Lake Yasogami, untainted water proves to be their weakness. And Sakaki was killed by someone who put lake water in his water dispenser. Mira struggles with her own mortality and enforces her will upon the logic of the bound world. Mira meets another quote-unquote ghost and awakens to tell Kiyoma where the numbers is hidden inside the dam. The kidnappers, who are following Professor Kuroda's notes, take a drugged Marisa Sakagi into the dam, but are defeated by Kamiki. Elizabeth Ellie Greenhouse Smith, who is also looking for the numbers, is warned off by a loser who realizes that Alpert has been trying to trap them. As Kiyoma and Mira race to the dam, she explains that the numbers has stored an alternate reality in Dimension W taken from the night of the flooding, for which Kamiki was responsible where he was able to save the students from the accident, but not his sister. The real Kamiki, who changed his name to Sakaki, also wished to keep his friends alive, and so allowed the numbers to continue functioning. Kiyoma soaks himself in spring water to fight Kamiki, while Mira shatters Kamiki's perceptions and allows him to see the truth before powering down the numbers. And I'm just going to comment right now that reading that confused me yet again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, the greatest minds of Wikipedia so, who write phrases like "the numbers is hidden." <laughs> well, it's In not the... are hidden because it's a single thing. Oh, so is it? Is it a number then? If it's, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, at, I don't know. <laughs> at least nobody mentioned tomatoes. Is the is the plural? 
Is the non-plural of numbers numbers? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> These are the kind of questions that we refer to the original manga author. Uh, it's yeah. Japan. They so don't, apparently they don't this storyline was very condensed in the anime, and I'm sure that it shows. <laughs> and yeah. we get a lot of flashback of what happens at the dam and what happened to all of Kamiki's friends and the girl. But it's all really stupidly confusing for mm. I don't know what reason. And beyond that, um, at the very end of the episode, and hey, we got the ending music, the real ending music for once, because it was considered part of the episode. Sneaky, so sneaky. enjoy that song. You may never hear it again. But uh, at the end of that, we saw that the maid was actually the daughter of the man who got killed by Kamaki at the dam. So it was all about revenge, apparently. So he, it wasn't Ghost getting revenge, it was her. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Thankfully, the show is never this ridiculously complicated again, at least. Yeah, mm, yeah I, I, I can't recall being more confused than this. And I, I mean, have now seen every episode. This is the maximum so. level of convoluted. Yeah, yeah. We just <laughs> finished it, and uh, I, I felt like it. It had a decent ending. So, mm. yeah, let's see. We'll get there. Mine is the know. unnecessary rape crap, man. Oh was, yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Talk about that. You know. I'm talking about that right there was the thing that kind of pushed me away from this episode. But it overall it was okay. But like. Considering that I do think outside the box and look way beyond everything, I think the numbers of connection with um, Dimension W is she was talking about reality and what it is. What I'm thinking is whatever thoughts humans form as far as like dealing with a number coil, it actually creates that reality in Dimension W. And it's like when the number coil is normally destroyed, then it actually fades away from Dimension W, too. So it's possible that Dimension W could actually have some kind of link to, like, human thoughts and the thought process as far as, like, being that source of perpetual energy. Because you've seen what Dimension W does when somebody's actually exposed to it. It actually warps them or make causes a physical change in them. That's just kind of like my little hypothesis on this. You know, it's a theory, but... I don't know about just you guys, but I too install uh, sprinklers in my house to keep away <laughs> lake demons. Hey, that's how you have to do it, though, man. Lake <laughs> demons ain't no joke, man. <laughs> they come in there, eat your food, smoke your weed, drink your booze. <laughs> they sound like a good hang. <laughs> Why would you want to kick them out? The battle of water and water. Dude, you do not touch my booze. Regular water war. Using yeah. water style, man. <laughs> Jeez. Damn, Naruto represents yeah. Somebody yeah. been hanging out with Zabuza too much. <laughs> Another thing this description completely glosses over is the fact that his sister is actually his girlfriend who survived the accidents and she just couldn't deal with the grief, so she d developed another persona as his sister. Okay. Why not? Not only is she my girlfriend, she's also my sister. So when we broke up, she said, it's okay, I can still be your sister. Oh. <laughs> Spoken like a true boy from Alabama. 
Oh. That's the that mobile. <laughs> I'm from the ham, son. <laughs> I'm from the ham, son. <laughs> that reminds me of that random quote from that Family Guy episode. It's like, hi, I'm Susan Sarandon. You might know me as Tim Robbins' mother, but I'm actually his girlfriend. Who? <laughs> <laughs> That is so wrong on so many levels. <laughs> See, man, this is the reason why I can't hang with y'all, man. Y'all like some bad influence on me, man. Uh, yeah, so I there was... Uh, family Guy references are so terrible. Yeah. Some fun fights Pharrell. against water spirits, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have any thoughts, Corey? Well, but does Kyoma hate coils? Because uh, yeah, I can't tell you. <laughs> I think he might sleep on a water bed from now on. <laughs> <laughs> that springs, the not cause, it's the difference. Man, he just abuses Mira so bad, though, man. Even after she helped save him, man, she's still, he's still, she's still a piece him, of junk. Yeah, the, uh, the, the opinion of Kiyoma is steadily declining every episode. Uh, and we're, and we're just under halfway through. Uh, I mean, he's he's not nice to her. That there's there's no denying that. Well, she's a piece of junk. He's... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna say he has his reasons and keep watching, and you probably will end up with a better opinion of him than you do now. Yeah, you you probably end up with a at least a slightly better opinion of him. Currently, man, I would put it like this, man: a pimp doesn't even treat his bottom bitch the way that Kiyoma treats Mira. <laughs> <laughs> That would imply that Mira is his bottom bitch, and I'm not sure if I agree with that. (laughs) How does he get around the tail? There is a joke about getting tail here that I will just... (laughs) I mean, if he touches it, does it? (laughs) Never mind. Uh, Well, obviously the tail is for, you know, additional penetration. (laughs) Well, that's the mode to use tail. Sketch, you're disgusting. (laughs) <laughs> See, Darrell, these people are bad influences. I know, man. <laughs> I mean, this guy's supposed to be the, like the wholesome guy on the podcast. <laughs> so much oh, for that. Oh, but I have such a dirty mind. I don't have a dirty mind. I just have a sexy imagination. Uh huh. Oh, let's uh, let's run down these two zombie talkbacks. Uh, Gamer for life. One, two, three writes in and i would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling collectors and your android <laughs> i love that one right there kudos to you sir kudos Jefferson craig writes in mira's doing her best jesus impression here on easter sunday <laughs> yeah i couldn't Finally. even retweet that that was so bad when i saw it i'm just like <laughs> then i went uh, made a worse yep. joke which i'm not gonna bring up but if you uh, saw it, you know uh, what it was. Yep. It was the classic hentai setup. <laughs> yeah. Benjamin Patchon writes in, So I'd like to say I totally understood what happened, but I would be lying. Yeah, most people didn't grasp that at all. Mm-hmm. And Rob mm-hmm. Barracuda writes in, This week's Dimension W was so confusing, it makes DC multiverse stories make sense. Damn! Ooh! It's like you can see that tweet just cock its eyebrow after he writes it. Man, that's the stink face look on that one, man. Damn, the multi 
Yeah. That one right there, that, that, oh, damn. DC multiverse <laughs> stories make sense. Am I right, guys? <laughs> what yeah. Allison writes in, <laughs> Dimension W felt like I was watching the rapey bits of SAO, a Bleach episode, and a Tokyo Ghoul episode. <laughs> Congratulations for that. Okay. We'll say a substitute derail. So. I saw a lot of people referencing uh, Dead Man Wonderland with the like the blade on his arm. It probably did remind blade. me of that. Yeah, branch of sand. Because he it's has Sunday. that. Because I don't. I don't know why. Whatever. Plus the shows have the same initials. Cool? <laughs> yeah. Rogue Warlord writes in that episode of Dimension W was weird. I'm getting sick of the Mira fan service, but I'll tolerate it for Toonami's sake. Now, I brought this up because I have to say, you can relax. There's no more gratuitous fan service of Mira for the rest of the show. I mean, there's a little something in the last episode, but I mean, it's not it's not anything. So Good. you can relax. This is as gratuitous as it gets. And admittedly, it was not a good thing. And they shouldn't have done some of that stuff. But eh. but Kanta Kamai also, can't help himself. Yeah. Also, uh, creepy cameraman. Go figure. Yeah. The reporter is a creep? That's <laughs> so original. <laughs> I, I will definitely say there was some unnecessary stuff in this episode. However, I've certainly seen far worse, and not because I was looking for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't know if you and... have examples, but I don't have them for you right now. <laughs> oh, no, I know what you're talking about, because, you know, yeah. We ain't gonna talk about that though, Dulis. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I said not that I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know, I know you know that we know. Anyhow. So on the topic of uh, Kioma's treatment of Mira, Mike Jin X89 writes in: Shouldn't Kioma have learned by now that punching a robot only hurts himself? He should have. He, that's that's he, kind of what's funny about it. Like he keeps trying to smack her. And keeps forgetting that it's just going to hurt his hand. Well, it could also be the, I know that this is not going to hurt her, and I'm going to punch her because it makes me somehow feel like I'm taking my aggression out on something that I know is not going to have any real consequences other than Well, I, I honestly don't think that... we can give him that many <laughs> points. <laughs> but, but, yeah. yeah. I don't do, think do people I, do should I take think such offense be... to him trying to hit a robot, because obviously it doesn't hurt her. Honestly, I think the words he says to her hurt more. They probably well, do. Well, I'm words cut actually... deeper than the sword, anyway. Words yeah, hurt. Exactly. And she's generally ever so adorably offended, so... Yes. And the real Don East, diehard Mira lover, has this to say. Mira's awesome. Kyoma's a jabroni who can stick his knives up sideways his candy ass. Bringing wrestling jargon into this, huh? I mean, candy yeah. ass is just like a Dragon Ball Z fan sub. So yeah. did, like, did The Rock uh... tweet that? <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a rock thing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's a no rock thing because it sunk like a stone into the abyss. I think with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to the Parasite episode recap. Take it away, Mr. Jarrell. You got to know, know it's how we are getting there just for being human sphere. Absolutely 
Parasite, episode 23, Life and Oath. All right, after a night on the bank train with Murano, Shinichi and Migi plan their next course of action in Concerns to Goto. Migi decides to take a car to get away from Goto. Yeah, nothing says escape like stealing a car like you're in New Jersey Drive, of course. Migi and Shinichi have a conversation about his ability to drive a car, of course. Migi reminds him that he mastered the human language in a day. So I guess we can call this um, driving Mr. Shinichi now. During his conversation, Shinichi requests that they go to an area that's less populated, to which Migi agrees. And they're in the countryside, of course. They finally run into Goto for another showdown. If this was in, in the trials, we call it the rumble in the jungle, but we'll just settle for the tussle in the forest. Migi reminds Shinichi that Goto is way stronger than they are, and taking him down is going to be difficult. So they have a strategic plan about this course of action, and Shinichi panics as Migi reminds him that he's no longer a normal human to do the fat parts of him that have fusing um, inside of him. And with that, Shinichi comes down. He's finally, you know, Migi just decides to be counselor right there. And, you know, Shinichi's not bitching up anymore. Migi tells Shinichi that if they separate, then they'll have a better chance of killing Goto because he won't be able to send Shinichi because... You know, the parasite detection system that they have with that psychic link bomb and all. When they're planning to ambush and kill Goto Fell, Migi sacrifices himself to allow Shinichi to escape. Shinichi makes his way to the home of a local resident by the name of Mitsuyo, the cussing grandma who tells the rest of the town people that he's her nephew. Shinichi planned to leave the next day, but ended up spending more time with Mitsuyo, which ended up being several days, and eventually Goto goes on a rampage killing villagers and the villagers questioning whether or not Shinichi is actually the killer. You know, Misuyo told him that he's been with her the whole time, so that pretty much solved them, but, you know, he was still skeptical and everything. But after they leave, Shinichi decides to confront Goto to stop the killings. Misuyo gives Shinichi a serious reality check, cussing him like a grandma really would. I remember those days of granny snapping on me. And Misio gives him um, a reality check, you know, ask him if there's anyone precious to him that he wants to go back to or protect. And he thinks about Murano, but even though he may not stand a chance against Goto, he leaves anyway. But not before getting the edge blade from Misio after his departure. Misio prays for, to her late husband to look over Shinichi as he heads off to a battle and confront Goto in a final showdown. And that, people, is the Parasite Recap. Also, the Migi inside of his mind has the third leg. Yeah, I know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, a third hmm. leg. He walks on it and everything. <laughs> so many jokes I can make about that third leg right now. Wasn't that little eyeball in his elbow cute? <laughs> yeah, it was so cute. A little patch over it. Is it weirder to talk to your elbow or your hand? Mm, I would say your hand still, man, because, you know, most college guys know about the jerk and the gherkin theory. <laughs> which leads me to my answer, which is it's weirder to talk to your Johnson. <laughs> Not <Indeed>. really. <laughs> nah, I'm on sometimes you got sometimes you just gotta motivate that. <laughs> oh boy. You know, and after I had all Thank that God. confidence in Shinichi after he he was a, an anime protagonist that finally got laid. He misses his chance with that old woman he stayed with. Come on, man. <laughs> you know she hasn't gotten any action in a long time. I don't even know how to... Dude. 
I was hoping he was going to say that too, man. Hey, at least he's not going <laughs> to die a virgin. Yeah. I'm like, talk to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> not the man. first person to make that joke. <laughs> oh, no, I made it last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the video's gone already. But uh, Phantom Star 162, he made a mashup of that scene from Parasite, the sex scene, with Take My Breath Away. <laughs> nice. Brilliant. Very good reference. Freaking brilliant. And then YouTube content claim. <laughs> Very similarly colored, too. Wait, uh, you, YouTube claims content? Yeah, oh, I know. Crazy. Was it Sentai? Uh, I don't think it was. Uh, no, no, it was uh, it was Nippon Television. Ah. It was a N- NTV. <sighs> not surprised, not surprised in the least. Bummer that, but uh, it was amusing while it lasted. <laughs> but even the concept is amusing in thought. Yes. Corey was treating us to quite the repertoire of music earlier. While we were trying to figure out how to get this stupid thing to record. <laughs> if you need any Good music times. cues, I've got them. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, boy. You could say the podcast was resurrected. <laughs> Ooh. So uh, I like this episode with, with Shinichi uh, hanging out with the old woman and her giving him some much-needed perspective. Because... He hasn't had a lot of authority figures in his life lately <laughs> to no, kind of tell him you know, what's what. So that was that was good. He's a male like protagonist really in an anime. I'm surprised he had both parents, even though oh. one of them was killed. <laughs> However, briefly. Yeah. Yeah, at least he still has one, mm-hmm. as far as we know. Da da da. Two more episodes to see if he makes it. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, taking that. Uh, what was that that he grabbed? An axe or a knife? It was um like a butcher's knife, like a rusty old butcher's knife. It was. It's. I guess you could say it was like a machete, though. That's like kind of close thing. Yeah. It's a cleaver. It was a bit of a. Cleaver. Oh yeah, cleaver. That would be hmm. it. That would be it. Sketch doesn't know knives. I know knives, man. But you know, that, I just call it the edge weapon, man, on that one because I couldn't say whether it was machete or like a cleaver, like. Because <laughs> we know what they're It's a short sword. Nah. A dagger. I want to say a humble, but it's not. Let's just put it like that guns you had one to bleach. <laughs> Shinichi brandishes Swiss Army knife and. Uh... Okay, let's uh, let's do these talkbacks. Joshua Knighton writes in. No, not Miggy. Come on, somebody save the little guy. Give him a hand. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is good. Bravo. 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 Allison writes in, shout out to that grandma on Parasite. She told Shinichi the business like it is. Wait, does she yeah, have kids back. or grandkids? Uh, She said all of her family okay. is gone. I don't. I, Damn. I guess she interpreted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she's pretty old. I outlived all my kids. <laughs> and my kids' kids. I'm 200 years old. Let's look at these <laughs> pictures of my family. Who the hell is she? Razagoo? Japanese style? 
I can't do that voice justice. Whoever played... All the villagers should have like called BS on that. It's like, your nephew? What? We all know all your, your kid's family's dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Way to bring back some painful memories. Yeah, it's hard to do her voice. It's, that's, for, that's a very curmudgeonly old lady. I don't know. Who played her? Do you know? I have no uh, the uh, the director tweeted it out, but uh, I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Ah. But on the topic of how she sounds, Lemuel Nathan writes in, Mitsuo sounds, looks, and talks like she's seen some things, all accompanied with a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Get my myth off, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shinichi, go to the grocery store and get me a pack of smokes. <laughs> I need my smokes, Shinichi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> and yet another from Joshua Knighton because, doggone it, that guy's funny. Shinichi is sleeping next to the old lady. The word for today, boys and girls, is cougar. Isn't she a little old? Like, isn't there like a, isn't there another term for if you're She's... much older? <laughs> a grand robber. cougar? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Grand There's no Granny Skylark, that's for <laughs> sure. Oh, no, she ain't, man. Granny Skylark was hot, man. <laughs> uh, you don't think I'm letting you sleep here for free, do you? <laughs> Come get some of this puss. Oh, oh. I love to dunk my potatoes in sour cream. <laughs> yeah, but the sour cream ain't supposed to be powdered. No. <laughs> That's protein powder, honey. Yeah. A- apparently, the voice actor is named uh, Vicky Barush. Oh, nice. Mm. <laughs> I'm pronouncing that. Sleuth in there. Yes, it was. Uh, the trainer of Kino in Kino's Journey. I haven't oh. actually seen that one. Oh, you need to. It's actually good. I've heard. I need to see that too. Oh man! <laughs> you, you mean to tell me, Duelist, you don't own Kino's Journey? I, I actually don't. Yeah. All that shit. Okay, you <laughs> Said a joke about me owning numerous things I haven't seen. Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do it too. <laughs> Rob Barracuda writes in, if I may offer a backhanded compliment, Migi's death had probably the only decent music in the entire series. All right, I'm <laughs> blocking that guy. Where is he? I have to, Darrell, back me up on this. I don't agree with that at all. No, I don't agree with that at all because no. the music in oh, Parasite has actually been pretty good. I like yeah. it. It's actually a good variety. I, 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 Bang that shit in the car, okay? Yeah. Seriously, man, the music I was playing during the fight scene. That, that, oh yeah, that was, yeah. Good stuff. That was, that was that stuff. Dreams are made of. Also, <laughs> Parasite probably has some of these sicker hip hop beats this side of Run the Jewels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go that far, but I was, like, don't, I was about to say, don't get ahead of yourself, little buddy. That's not it. It's, uh... Pretty, pretty good beats, though. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Beats by Migi. All I'm saying is you could definitely freestyle over some of that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. You should, but you could. Something you have to is freestyle. Richie Branson hit up fast. anything from the Parasite soundtrack yet? Because he should. I, I, I honestly it, don't remember if he's even done a Parasite song yet, but I would love to hear it. 
ever since you read it, I've been trying to figure out whether backhanded compliment about Miggy was a terrible joke. Huh. It may have been. Frank Full Metal writes in, This is easily one of the best episodes of Parasite. Great action and suspense and moments that really pull at your heart. And your right hand. I'll pull say. my finger. <laughs> Those Miggy Pull my finger. Oh, wait, you pulled hurt. too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's dislocated. Yeah, oh no. And MXA Ghost writes in, An impactful and emotional episode of Parasite. Fantastic writing made this episode worth watching. Can I, I really like that Miggy, in the end, was willing to sacrifice himself for Shinichi. This yeah. That shows definitely a lot of growth from where we started. Yeah, M- Miggy actually got rid of his um, altruistic point of view at life and kind of took more humanity. Um, humanistic, um, you know, approach to everything. Can I point out something? Uh, What's with all the falling sure. off cliffs? Like there were, know, there were like yeah, three shows in a Parasite. row where someone fell off a cliff. Like they, someone fell off a cliff in Dimension W as well. I don't know, man. You know, I guess it was just cliffhanger. Cliff. Ah! Cliffhanger. <laughs> wasn't quite cliffhanging. It was cliff falling off of. Parasite is known for its cliffhangers. Yeah. But people yeah. dive off the cliffs. <laughs> also, hey, first thing we're going to try, we're just going to throw a car off a cliff and see what that does. <laughs> well, it that works. didn't work. Plan B. <laughs> mm, <Sure>. Something about <laughs> them Duke boys. <laughs> <laughs> Has it counted, baby. <laughs> well, now here, Shinichi and Miki have been... Uh, Chasing it, I, I can't do it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we boys be chasing after that Goto. Ah, that's a one. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it justice either. Uh, let's just move on. So here we go. We got two episodes left of Parasites. What the do you think is going to replace it? Us. Ah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling Everyone you, what's going Bible Black is going to replace it. <laughs> they are going. They are going to. You know, by the time this podcast is out, we'll already know. That is possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that also, is a high they, probability of they, happening. They may or may not air Space Dandy season two backwards. For all we know, you know. Well, that would be interesting. I mean, why backwards? Uh, well, if this podcast were... is out by that time, then. Uh, let me be the first to say I, I sure am excited about this show that is coming to the block, and I'm and it looks pretty good. And uh, I heard about it just like you guys, and I can't wait to see it at its future time and place. <laughs> so support the official release. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. Well, there were other things that aired on Toonami this week. We sort of referenced a few of them, <laughs> but here are some uh, miscellaneous talkbacks. Valeria underscore Orden writes in, Good thing time travel doesn't follow the time cop rules or trunks would be a gooey, gory mess by now. Yeesh. Man, like the time cop's gonna do something to trunks, man. That's Vegeta <laughs> boy. He trunks to the fucking briefs. You're, n- you're not gonna read the hashtag sketch? Yeah. <laughs> hashtag DBC Kai, hashtag Tsunami Talkback. You're disrespecting the tweet. <laughs> Hashtag too many talkbacks. 
<laughs> I, I do like. I, I do hope you read this next one word for word, though. <laughs> oh, oh, I will. So, I believe uh, Jefferson Craig mentioned something about how Bulma kept name dropping Vegeta all the time, and Joshua Knighton, funny guy that he is, he responds. It's like she wants to let the whole world know that Vegeta got all fearless and free in her vagina. Hey, that's what happened when you released the Gallic gun. <laughs> uh, uh, <yeah>. Hey, <laughs> you know, Vegeta didn't do yet. the Big Bang attack until after that. Stop! Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm talking about, think about it, dude. We know why Vegeta stayed around, man. Boma just had the bomb ass. That's it. <laughs> hey, how come she gets laid and I don't? <laughs> His yogurt is not dried out like the desert. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. I know that you're trying to sound like Mitsuo, but you, you could have been Corrin. It's <laughs> because uh, Yajirobe's hanging out with all of them right now. Corrin's not getting any love. <laughs> the cat's not getting any pussy, you say? Yeah. <laughs> About the bean daddy. Oh, I was going to reference that <laughs> sketch, damn it! God damn it! I'm going to be the Bean Daddy next time, okay? <laughs> no, I, mean, I just noticed, man, Yajirobe's like the muscle man of DBZ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does. Oh, he yeah. Does one. <laughs> he Here's your beans, I'm enough. going... Why did I do that voice? <laughs> you I don't know! <laughs> I don't even know what, what I think that sounded like, but it was... Silly so voice fail. <laughs> Epic fail. Use your beans. Gosh, go away. It's like, <laughs> Wazowski, you didn't file your paperwork. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, same kind of deal. Oh. And uh, Jameson Craig writes in, Wow, Nui. And I thought Shinichi had it bad when he lost his one arm. Hmm. Maybe they should go easier on Nui now that she's been disarmed. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's what happens on the next episode of Young and the Armless. <laughs> I really love that that scene afterwards where she's just bleeding on the assistant, screaming at her. She's like, you need to calm down, ma'am. I mean, she just calmed the whole time. Then knew he's like, I'm going to punish you and show you next time. And she just keeping a straight face. No, of course, I do refer it's to you okay. as crazy eye patch, bitch. <laughs> True. True. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious, man. Stephanie Shea had a sociopathic goddamn voice for that one. That shit just scared the head out of me. And we love her for it. Oh, yeah. It was just the right amount of sweet and crazy. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Good times. Yandere, Yandere overload. <laughs> so it was a night of being disarmed and falling off cliffs. What a <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really pretty much what it was. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. And a music video. And a and music a video. Three nerds to ship it in because that's where the most time resides. I always have to watch this on delay because I never watch Naruto to ship it in. I It'll hope I didn't totally piss honest. anyone off. You okay? Um, <laughs> you're in good company. All right. I'm not even talking about this arc. I mean, never. <laughs> it's, it's, you're not hurting yeah. your feelings here. Per, personal story for a second. 
Cannon? I, I, I talked to my youngest brother like a couple days ago and I asked him if he needed any more anime recommendations. He told me he had finished Naruto and was watching Shippuden and I was just like, I told you to watch other things. <laughs> Get him to watch Hunter yeah. Hunter. And then he yeah, there you tried go. to tell me that he liked Shippuden more after only watching like 20 episodes and I'm like uh, well I bet that's not gonna last uh, <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys but I've seen at least the first 16 of Shippuden and I was like there ain't nothing happening I'm yeah. seeing all of it you know pretty much since um like when it was on the Disney Channel man the way they f***ed around and moved everything over and yeah. time slides and everything I caught all of it you're one of the couple hundred thousand people who watched it every week Eh, I have well, shit else to do. <laughs> on a more positive note, Disney XD. Well, at the time, <laughs> now, now like Gravity Falls gets like over two million viewers. Oh, <laughs> I love Gravity Falls. As well, you should. On a more so. positive note, Naruto fans can look forward to a tsunami finale promo seven years from now. Sweet. <laughs> As per Jason on preflight. So that's when you're going to get your Naruto promo, okay? Yeah. Right when All they're right, done running there. Fully Cooly 8, uh, you'll see the end of the Naruto ship. <laughs> Way to bring in that segue. Is there well, no, no news? Well, no news. I mean, there's there's a smattering of news, but I feel um, like we could well, save that for another if, episode. If, yeah. I, if I may bring up, um, I, have you guys brought up the fact that they've named the base? Huh? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I'm not re- I'm not recalling. But then again, I wasn't on the past three episodes. Oh, well, then th- this is a poor sampling then, I guess. Eh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we did mention it at least at one point. The Vindication. Yeah. The same Yeah, which syllables. is, yeah, that's a... They had a it lot the worse names right? to pick from. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Camp Moltar, guys. <laughs> People really, really want that Moltar connection. <laughs> and they're not getting it. No, no, they're not. <laughs> but I'll tell you what they are getting. They're getting a revival of another show. And that's your segue. Don't you mean your Vespa? Ah! <laughs> If I could pat you on the back, I would. (laughs) I'm still sad that Jason did not mention people trying to jokingly name the base the Deep Space Base. I know! Come on, It was worth a mention at people being stupid. It really (laughs) was. Bum me out, man. Uh, How could you not even mention it? Uh, Disappointing. Okay, well... Uh, we mentioned back in August, the production IG announced that they had acquired the rights to FLCO for uh, the anime to potentially be remade or other kinds of... Uh, we we kind of figured it was either going to be a remake or possibly just products because... Yeah. Uh, we, continuation was not really the thought process, to be honest. I don't, I don't think anybody was really thinking they would continue it. So, there you go. But, way back when we were making some uh, predictions for uh, earlier this year, 
uh, Duelist and I's buddy, Soul, he was the first one to kind of pop up and say, hey, maybe they're making more FLCL as a co-production with Production IG. And we were like, yeah, that would be pretty cool. But honestly, I don't think either of us were really sold on that actually happening. But sure enough. <laughs> I will at least say it was a distant idea in my head once they announced yeah, they once, were going to Japan. Yeah, once the gears started turning and they started going to Japan, it's like, hmm. oh, hey, that, that would make sense. Because uh, I suppose not everybody knows this, but apparently of all the anime that Adult Swim has aired, Mike Lazo really wanted more FLCL back in the day. By the way, if you say if you say FLCL one more time, I'm gonna reach through Skype and strangle you. Strangle him! Strangle him! <laughs> you want me to talk about the furry curry? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Episode title. Furry curry. Fully Oh, furry curry! Uh, lovely show, crazy show that aired on Adult Swim Action back in the day. It was created in 2000 in Japan as an OVA series, and Adult Swim picked it up, thinking that it was pretty bananas, and they really wanted to play it. And now, in uh, 2016, they have signed a deal to co-produce two additional six-episode seasons of Furikuri for the late 2017 to early 2018 time window. How about that? It will I never probably knew it would take so long to make six episodes. Dub of Attack on Titan Season 2. Oh, <laughs> you. <laughs> Don't you know that's never going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Delayed inevitable. <clears throat> <laughs> so this is what Jason DeMarco had to say regarding uh, Fooly Cooly. The original FLCL is an anime classic that has been a fixture on Adult Swim since we first laid eyes on it. I'm beyond thrilled to be able to produce a sequel with the original creators for Toonami, where it belongs. Fine, because that's not oh. where it originally aired. Where... Yeah. Well, it originally <laughs> aired on Adult Swim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, be I'm being a picky Pete. Yeah, there are definitely some people that don't feel like FLCL belongs on Toonami, but now, can you really argue? Where where would they argue it belongs? Like, I'd love to hear an answer. <laughs> HBO? <laughs> Come nah. on. I, I, don't, I don't think there's anywhere in particular that they think it belongs. Well, they, they felt it was fine on Adult Swim. Ah. But it's still there. But it's not. It's not action-y enough for Toonami. Because that's the... Holy Coley's not action-y enough for Toonami? Who says well, that? I, I consider that a, a bunch of bull. Yeah, it is. I mean, I that, find these people that show has houses. a ton of crazy action in it. I know, right? Not to mention, the music was great, man. It introduced people to the pillows. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. I mean, shit, so man. Here's the lowdown on uh, the production staff for this. So the series creator, Kazuya Suramaki is going to be back serving as the supervisor for the series. He will also be guiding the story. Whereas Katsuyuki Motohiro, who's the director of Psychopaths, he will serve as the director. And for character design, they have brought back 
Yoshiyuki Sadamoto, who was the character designer for the original Fuli Kuli. And they have uh, an additional writer, Hideto Iwai, which does not seem to have any anime credits. First time for everything. Uh, I think I heard that Suramaki's first solo outing as a director was FLCO. He had a short in the latest round of Animator Expo shorts, too. I, I wish I could remember wow. its, uh, the title, because I only watched like two of them. I really gotta check out Animator Expo, because mm-hmm. it, it sounds pretty interesting. We have a description of the plots for the upcoming episodes of Fooly Cooly. In the new season of Fooly Cooly, many years have passed since Naota and Haruhara Haruko shared their adventure together. Meanwhile, the war between two entities known as Medical Mechanica and Fraternity rages across the galaxy. Enter Hidomi, a young teenage girl who believes that there is nothing amazing to expect from her average life. Until one day, when her new teacher named Haruko arrives at her school. Soon enough, Medical Mechanica is attacking her hometown, and Hidomi discovers a secret within her that could save everyone. A secret that only Haruko can unlock. But why did Haruko return to Earth? What happened to her Raiden... Rickenbacker... Rickenbacker? Yeah. Yes. What happened to her Rickenbacker 4001 that she left with Naota? And where did the human-type robot Conti go? All of these questions and more will be answered in the new season of the series, which is set to premiere in late 2017 slash early 2018 on Adult Swim. There's a lot of cliches in that plot. Yes, it yeah. is. Anime starring a teenage girl? About time. <laughs> oh, I man. Know. Wow. I mean, man, shoot. We never get those with teenage girls. Girl who left mm. Due to school mm. setting. The girl that left through space. Yes. Which was just relicensed. <laughs> yes. So two of the questions that people obviously had right off the bat were... Would the pillows return, and would they get back the original voice cast? And the plan is that they will have music from the pillows, and they intend to get back the original dub cast of Fooly Cooly, which is wonderful news. So let me stress they intend. I don't know if that means that they absolutely will get everybody back, or however many characters. I mean, obviously, I don't think Naoto is going to be voiced by... uh, Oh gosh, what was her name? Uh, Barbara, Barbara Goodson? Goodson? Yeah. Rita Repulsa? Yeah. yeah. I don't Shut think Nauta's going to be voiced by Barbara Goodson anymore. Will he if, even be uh, in this? If he shows up. Yeah. I I hope that he does, but not in any significant pa- si- significant capacity. I, I just want him to, you know, be around. Well, you know what LaShawn said? What if Nauta grows up to be a boy? <laughs> <laughs> So Come weird. on, LaShawn. That was funny, though, man. I hope that not, though. I wasn't <laughs> It was funny, man. It really was. And I also don't want him to be kind of taking over the role of eyebrows guy, because that would be yet another cliche. Exactly. You heard the crowd. I did. I did. <clears throat> I think that works. Yes, uh... Co-founder of TsunamiFaithful.com, Paul Biscrillo, had this to say. Oh, I've been waiting to with... hear what Paul says. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> time. 
Not me. With Fooly Cooly joining Samurai Jack on Toonami, it paves the way for the block to be here through at least 2018. This is good news for Toonami, and I can't wait to hear what they announce next. And according to Jason on his Ask.fm, there's more big surprises to come. Oh, Are they crane size? <laughs> Frankly, I can't disagree with any of that. In fact, I think I tweeted something last night that was pretty much that. <clears throat> Look. All right. So, first of all, this is fantastic news in regard to, hey, Adult Swim is thinking all the way to 2018 regarding Toonami's future. Slam dunk. <laughs> the fact that it's confirmed that they are getting additional funding for this and that this is not taking away from Toonami's budget otherwise. Yes, because that is the other question that people immediately had because they're you know, more concerned about Toonami airing whatever last year's best anime was than for Toonami to actually make something. Mm. Last year's best anime that's they're I, already over and have moved on to something else. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly feel like it's been a bit downplayed how much of a thing it is that Toonami is co-producing anime again, especially on of this notoriety. It, well, it was uh, reported it's a everywhere. Pretty big thing. Yeah, it's this is the most press that Adult Swim Toonami has gotten ever. I, I Way more than it got for Space if, Dandy. If you're if you care and you don't know that Toonami is back, you're not paying attention, or you don't have any yeah. sort of internet. Yeah, exactly. Or you don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'll be the first to say, I don't think FLCL needed more. Corey. I, I feel like FLCO Fooly Cooly <laughs> was I can't get my hands an excellent the work as it was. And it doesn't it doesn't really need expansion, but there are certainly things in that universe that I feel like we could definitely use more explanation on and we could greatly explore with the opportunity. And I'm looking forward to that opportunity. I mean, shit, uh, get, shed some more light on what medical mechanica is in the fraternity. You yeah, know? we have, well, fraternity is something I don't think has ever been mentioned before, so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see what that is. But, like, we don't know very much about what's going on outside of Earth. So it would be interesting yeah. to see what all yeah. of that has, I mean, has been all this time. I, I guess the point in the original was you didn't really need to know, but I would certainly love to to know what the deal with uh you know metal mechanica atomisk and whatever yeah, yeah. Just... the first fooly cooly was it was the story about nauta and that was the important thing nauta's coming of age story growing up deciding whether he would do the responsible thing do what haruka wanted him to do or find his own path and now they have another character who's probably going to go through similar things, but different things. And we can kind of expand on this universe and, and see where the story goes. Yeah, just quick question. Will she make out with Haruko too, though? <laughs> Could happen. <laughs> hey. Progressive. Hey, think about it now. Now, today, kids Haruko at the end, man. He, he, like, he sure she, did. Like, I mean, like, oh, it was a, it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Mouth to mouth. Seriously, dude, if I had the chance, I would have did the same damn thing. So, but then I, again, Nelson was making out with a whole bunch of chicks, man. True. True. I hope hey, it's not well, Corey, we brought you here to talk about this. So, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I was about to say, I hope it's not the same story with with just a girl. Like, I hope it's not like coming oh, coming of age again. But take this character and plug this character in instead. Um, that would be boring. Yeah, it would be. Um, the story. Yeah, I uh, I watched a show when it originally aired in '03. Um, like I loved it. I know it inspired a lot of people to actually want to become animators. Um, and I'd say Gurren Lagann did the same thing years later for another group of people. Um, mm. But um, the, I'm one of those people who thought it. The six episodes are fine. I, I don't need to see any more of this. And when I heard about Production IG, which I, I, I hope, considering it was Imaishi who was animation director on the original series, and he has since gone on to found his own studio uh, with a couple other artists, I hope that if they can't get... Like, I don't, I'm just I'm curious how they're going to be able to do it at Production IG of all places without him. Unless they announce, oh, by the way, we're going to sub out the animation to Trigger. They'd have to get a, uh, an animation director who has similar tastes and um, and ideas, of uh, a vision of how, how it should look um, that's mm. close to Imaishi's. Which I, I don't know who that would be. Maybe Shingo Natsume? Uh, the director of One Punch mm. Man, um, if if they can get him, um, but I I don't know. But every time lately, every time someone announces they're rebooting something or making a sequel to something that died a long time ago, it usually turns out to be good. Like at at the least good. Um, what with the a lot of the reboots have been happening lately with TV and movies. Although you know they're not all they're not all amazing or even good like no one I don't think anyone really liked Dumb and Dumber Two, but that that's that's uh that's one of the bad examples in in what seems to be people have been figured out how to make sequels and reboots good like it, it, when I was a kid they were always cheap cash grabs. Yeah, good point though. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just with you on that, man, because. It's like when people do reboots, they f*** it up. I mean, one was Conan the Barbarian. Ah, yeah. Now, I will... It, that that was just f***ing shitty as hell. <laughs> and then, you know, I did like the A-Team, though. That was actually a decent reboot. Mm. You know, with a, with a little bit more of a modern spin on it. But it seems like when they come back, like you said, with a reboot, it's like it's not the same or, you know, it may be good, but it's like nothing like... It's not great. It's not like the original was. And, you know, I'm not saying this for nostalgia reasons, but nah. sometimes it's just fucking shitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but lately it feels like there haven't been as many shitty ones. And I, I'm not sure why. It, maybe they just... it. Maybe they're just hiring people who watched it growing up or something, and they're basically more or less writing fan fiction of it today, and it, it, winds, <laughs> it winds up working. I mean, that's what a lot of it kind of feels like. Um, so... Yeah. Who knows? This could be just fine. And if it's a giant pile of garbage, then we'll always have those original six episodes that they can't go back in and tamper with or take away from you. It's not like when they 
Like, like this isn't this isn't an ET or a Star Wars special edition situation where they go back and <laughs> and, and they're not going to give Haruko a walkie-talkie instead of the guitar and resell those original episodes or anything. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind a proper remaster. That'd be fine. Uh, good luck. Good luck on finding that. <laughs> Always put oh, Jose okay. on it. <laughs> uh, not a bad idea. One would assume that the materials exist. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a good way to, because the problem is it's digital animation, mm. so you, know, you can only upgrade days. it so much, but with the right technology, you should be able to make it at least look better than the Blu-rays that Funimation put out. Yeah. Uh, sorry, my bad. Like, Naruto <laughs> Shippuden is airing right now, and it's not high def. It's an yeah. upscale. Yeah, I, I would hope if... Uh, because they're probably going to play the original again before these new episodes air, that they would potentially have a a nice, crisp remaster of it to play. That, that seems like something that would be nice to come along with a package deal. But that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> are they ever going to get the rights to the OVA? <laughs> or is this going to be a big O2 situation? What? Uh, I hope not. I don't know. What are you talking about, the OVA? Uh, the OVA of Fooly Cooly. You mean the original series? They... Yeah, the original six oh, okay. episodes. Okay. At first, I thought there was Cause... there was another episode that I was somehow missing. Oh I, no! I got confused no. for a second. <laughs> oh, it was it was another episode. It was where um, Haruko and now to go to a love hotel. Ah, of ah course. yes. Logical mm, story. That progression. that is when the Fooly Cooly really happens. Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Fooly Cooly. I think it would yeah, be that... cool if they aired it like the original series. Like the original series, when they aired it, it ran Monday through Thursday at midnight after Futurama or Family Guy or whatever was airing. It'd be nice if they could do that again. So, like, do it like they've been doing with Neon Joe or Heart She Holler, where they premiered on weeknights at the short strip. You know? Yeah. That's so that good. That would be something. Mm-hmm. I could actually go for that. Would they even air it in Japan? Because the original series was an OVA. Uh huh. That's a good question. Well, it it is gonna get a Japanese version, apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're gonna have a Japanese audio version. Yeah, but why not? Would it air in Japan? Uh, probably not on any of the basic networks. Maybe on one of the cable ones. Uh, maybe maybe on Cartoon Network. <laughs> Animax. It does exist. Yeah. <laughs> It wouldn't be the first time. I mean, they played Big O 2 on there. Mm-hmm. They played IGPX on there. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, IGPX, I think, got on one of the the basic networks, too. But I digress. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, after uh, years and years and years and years after IGPX was a dud, they're co-producing with Production IG again. So that's, that's pretty cool. So it does uh, at the minimum, it's it's nice to see Adult Swim really acknowledging the value of the Toonami brand and seeing a future for it and throwing some real money at it. Mm-hmm. Not just the kind of money that would allow them to get a semi-new show in a relatively quick amount of time. That's that's really exciting. So but, we got uh, Samurai Jack, yeah. now this. What else are they going to revive? Rack of 7 AO. No thanks. Uh, how about more Space Dandy? 
<laughs> I could do with another season of Space Dandy for real. Uh, a lot of folks are hoping for uh, more Big O. Yeah, but right. <laughs> I get the feeling that's going to come down to Sunrise. Sunrise I, ain't harder than that go. Mm-hmm. I yeah, also think adults like, considers that I don't a care how long it's been. I would like more Big O. Uh, other folks are hoping for more Dead Man Wonderland. Manglobe is gone, yo. Yeah. <laughs> so with Sunny, season two of uh, Gangster would be nice, but it has no tsunami ties, and the studio is gone. So, <laughs> uh, if adults yeah, wanted to make uh, more of a violent prison know. show, they would just make more super jail. The blackest of lagoons. Somebody actually said, "Why don't they make more episodes of Bleach?" We're not going to get into that, okay, people. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. The manga you know, hasn't even ended yet. To be completely honest, I I do think uh, at one point or at one point or another, I was thinking that it wouldn't be entirely out of the question for Adult Swim to be like, "Hey, let's put some money towards this and let's get some more Bleach," because Bleach did really well for them. Mm, I can see that happening. Yeah. They probably wouldn't be not worth their investment, and if listening to Jason mm-hmm. on the recent pre-flight is any. You indication know, of what could happen. It was definitely yeah. an anchor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Year There's... plus of uh, you know, tsunami. Yeah, that <laughs> twenty twelve tsunami would have been in real bad shape without bleach. I mean, you, you and I both know, sketch that Cashern was pulling its weight big time there. Oh yeah, abs- absolutely. I, I mean, and Samurai Seven, man, un unfathomable ratings. Cashern was getting. Eight hundred six thousand six hundred seventy five thousand six hundred forty thousand. Those are good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Five hundred seventy seven. Sure. Why not? <laughs> at one a.m. Yeah. I think it was a success. <laughs> I'm at this point. I'm I'm very certain chopping the block in half was a very good idea too. Hmm. Yeah. I still yeah. think it's a bit awkward that it doesn't end at four, but uh-huh. I'm not well, it, it started at eleven thirty for a while. That's an odd start time. That's true, and it might start at eleven thirty again. In fact, I'm pretty much counting on it when Samurai Jack comes along. Jack is back. also <laughs> Fooly Cooly would uh, would definitely be a show that I could see them airing earlier than midnight. Hmm. Please. <laughs> You know, Fooly Cooly airing right ahead of what? Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Well, well Saga's longer than I thought. Yeah, I, I guess think they, they probably... really didn't want to cut much from that. Yeah. So the longer Kai goes, the less they want to cut. Seems that way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, regardless of what else they're playing, we, we they expect Tsunami to be around by then. So. Yep. All right. <laughs> And they're apparently they're going to launch uh, a couple of uh, SVOD services here. Um, I don't know. They haven't said which ones, but the the Adult Swim one is available in Canada. You can uh, you don't need cable to access via streaming all of Adult Swim shows uh, for a small monthly fee. So it's like an HBO Now type service. But it sounds like they're planning yeah. to launch that here too. I think that they should. That would be. That would be a, a good thing to have. So no, I, I, I have a question. Will Steve Bloom return as the kid who says smooch? 
<laughs> well, now, now that kid, now that kid will be an adult, voiced by Steve <laughs> Bloom, and he'll be like really cool. <laughs> I hope so. Or maybe he'll be super lame because Steve Bloom can do them all. Yeah. Oh, hey, <laughs> look what he did with Leron. Yeah. <laughs> and Jamie. Gilman bread. Yeah. <laughs> he was Yaki Doodle in Harvey Birdman. Yes, <laughs> he was. And it was glorious. Yes, Steve is a man of many talents. But the thing is, I will reserve my judgment for the, um, I guess you could say, the new episodes when they finally come out. And then just base my judgment on that. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, then yeah, I'll probably say something. But I'll probably still watch just to support the blog any damn way, though. Doesn't stop the original from existing. Nope. No, much like Sailor Moon Crystal, it doesn't stop the original from existing. Yeah, well, you can always get some Crystal Pepsi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they really so I guess we'll for... get some uh, comments from the peanut gallery. They're yeah. more than just peanuts. Cashews? They're a bunch of nuts. Jeez, nuts. Walnuts. Gil Cashew. Devour Cashew. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> I should have gotten a bigger laugh. Gamer for Life One Two Three writes in. So glad the original cast, the pillows, and everything about FLCO will be back for season two. Well, that's not confirmed yet. Yeah, <laughs> they're just holding There's only speculation at this point. point. Well, I'm I'm willing to believe that they will definitely get back the pillows. Uh, the original cast, maybe. Uh, uh, I think that they'll get at least most of them back. Yeah, I, it's not I like mean... it's not like the people in that dub don't do that anymore. Yeah, so it's a Los Angeles I, dub. There's still a lot of them are still around. Apparently, yeah, Kari yeah, Walgren's yeah. ready to drop everything and go back. Yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine. I did not know, and and if this is wrong information, I apologize. I did not know that that was her first like major voice acting role. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she that was, was real freaking good. Yeah, she was she was fantastic in her first role in an anime. That that gal's got talent. This from Derek Siknik. I'm happy for Jason and Adult Swim for going to Japan to help make more FLCL. It's good for the block. That will right. yet to be seen. And now for the negative Nancys. Inuyasha-san87, this guy says, still don't think FLCL needed more seasons. It's fine the way it is. Of course the original fine the way it is. But these are new stories, so shut up. (laughs) Told you about that, boy. And Rogue Warlord writes in, not very excited about more FLCL. I think it's a big mistake on Toonami's part, but they could prove me wrong, and I hope it does. I hope they prove you wrong, too. Thank you, Cagney and Lacey, and Yasha and Rogue. <laughs> I mean, guys, I'm only reading them because you sent them in, so don't blame me if you get a lot of hate for that. I'm begging on you because I'm being we're nice. We're ready to take the hate. We're ready. You can't stop us. Dude, don't y'all know when y'all put that negative stuff out there? That's like a prisoner dropping the soap in the shower. Somebody want a cornhole, y'all. <laughs> and MikeJinX89 writes in, I'm cautiously optimistic, but excited about the Fooly Cooly sequels. Adult Swim always delivers the good stuff. 
I feel like that is the correct approach to this news. You know, like you said. optimistic. Yeah, the thing is, it's going to either be a hit or a miss. Mm-hmm. Sure is a long and time I mean, to wait for 12 yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, that does seem like it. Considering that they're getting probably at least 10 to 12 episodes of Samurai Jack done in about a year, it, it seems like that's taking longer than it maybe should have. But I imagine it's just really in the beginning of the planning stages. So they're just kind of projecting pretty far out. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We're and uh, <laughs> that's the future news. And we still don't know as of right now what is replacing Parasites in two weeks. Oh, yes, we do. It's that show. Yeah, it's a good right. show. It's that show. Yeah, it's gonna be fabulous. Yeah, exactly. Fabulous. We heard that's about it just the other day. Cool. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it was so surprising. Yeah, I, I didn't see it coming. Field. I did not expect that to come on the block at all. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> just digging this hole deeper. Hey, at least we have enough for the train. <laughs> So we will update you on uh, more FLCL news as it comes about. But uh, for now, that's all we have to say about Furikuri. We'll keep you posted. And with that, we're going to get out of here. You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash Podcast. Our Twitter is at Toonami Podcast, and our Tumblr is ToonamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. You can go to SoundCloud.com backslash ToonamiFaithfulPodcast for our SoundCloud page, and you can visit Podcast.ToonamiFaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast. And if you like what we do and want to support us, you can do so at our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash ToonamiFaithfulPodcast. Now, my anime waifu, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the username that you just said. Uh, it sounds like what it sounds like, my anime waifu. And you can go there and follow me and all, all my stupid opinions or go to my Tumblr, which is also linked there. Uh, I'm also on Twitch. You'll see me draw and storyboard and do other things also at my anime waifu. Duelist, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at at HeartOfSword75, where you will also find links to my Ask.fm and my YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash DuelistG, and I hope to be making with more Track ID videos in the near future for all of you Toonami music fans. Until the YouTube ID folks come down on you again. <laughs> you put in YouTube jail. Doggone robots. You know, it is what it is. They came for <laughs> Team Four Star, and now they're going to come for you. Better back them That's up. the order of importance. It's clearly yeah, the hierarchy there. Is, is team, yes. First Team Four then me, then Paul Pasquillo. Yes, exactly. I think Paul will be. Oh a no, 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 upset. no! They came for Paul Pasquillo before Team Four Star. Oh, hey, they Damn. actually did. I just thought about that. They did. 
<laughs> yeah, we uh, we had a video up there which uh, was approved by Funimation. That Toei was like, uh, 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 and uh, now we have a strike on the account, which does not allow us to do any live shows and does mm. not allow us to post any long interviews, which is super annoying until May. Well, you got a month left in the penalty box. <laughs> yeah. Use it. It's all right. We got a pack of smokes while we're there. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Durrell, tell them where they can find you. As always, you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai 7 at Twitter.com. Uh, that's the crude, rude um, Twitter account. And also, you can find me on a more tame Twitter account that I use now, which is my fraternity account. That's uh, Nasiha Rojo Adenasi. And the way you find that is at Nasiha, N-A-S-I-H-A underscore Rojo, R-O-H-O Adenasi. And that's pretty much it, people. So well, you're uh, one of the warring factions on uh, Fooly Cooly's next season, huh? Yeah, I actually do belong to a fraternity, man. Get off my case, man. I can't. Hey, look here. We do a lot of good stuff for the community. That's all I'm going to say. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Hey, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure changed licensors. <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just remembered that. Thank you for bringing that back up. <laughs> Thank you, Viz Media. Yes. Take it away Hopefully you can still use the music. <laughs> I need my uh, roundabout. I'm sure they can find a roundabout way of getting those rights. Well, Sketch said everything I was going to, so... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait. Kit, I can pull that up. I have that song. <laughs> I should. We should just... Damn it, where's that Bengals CD? <laughs> Damn you, Corey. <laughs> Uh, so you gonna play it or not? <laughs> when, the, when the damn thing will pull up. Ah, uh, ah, uh, the moment. Catch you, you tune. Yeah, my jam. I prefer roundabout myself. <laughs> yeah, I prefer roundabout too. Roundabout is—I don't know what it is. Maybe I just got used to it. <laughs> well, that's as much as we can play that song without getting sued. <laughs> really? You, you, don't just, you can't just talk over it and, and nothing will... Actually, I think you can. I don't know. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> but I'll tell you where you can find me. On Twitter, at Sketch1984. On Tumblr, Sketch1984.tumblr.com. On Ask.fm. Ask.f... 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 Ask.fm <laughs> backslash sketch1984. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email those to sketch at tsunamifaithful.com or podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. As always, we thank you for listening to the Tsunami Faithful podcast. Thanks for sticking with us all this time. We hope that you will continue to listen and we hope that you enjoyed the show. And with that, we're out of here. Doses! I'm going to drink this Jack Daniels. Hey. <laughs>